I mean, whatever. Getting a damn Hummer, dude. Not the car either. Getting you know Hummers what I'm out back <laughs> to Red Robin. Mm. How's it going, bro? It's cool, man. I'm um. Things are like I'm in a lull right now. We we're doing like the last showcase at work, but then like two weeks from now or a week or two from now, I have to like go to rigging school and learn how to like float like like do learn how to do all the math and like the actual technical side of like hanging truss from a ceiling nice and like climbing around up there with a harness and shit <clears throat> so i have to go do that and then right after that i'm flying to like austin texas uh to go hang out like for my birthday and shit <laughs> are you not gonna dox who you're hanging out with i mean i'm hanging out i'm hanging out with one of the hosts from western promises we're gonna go have an irl discord and some other some of the discord boys there's a real bromance happening um yeah we're all it's gonna bromance go do some things together it's gonna be fun. You're gonna go get Hummers out back to Red Robin. That's what I'm saying. Might even give each other Hummers. Who knows? It's, it's, there's a lot that's going to happen in two weeks. Fuck yeah, bro. I've never been to Austin. Me neither. I wonder if it's like, uh, I don't know. I feel like now it's a total like corporate town. I'm sure at one point it was, it's kind of probably the same way we see Richmond. Like we grew up here. So it's like, we know it as like a lot of like the underground scenes, the cool hip art, like, you know, like the real underground shit. And then now it's turned into you know, mm-hmm. BEG, all that shit. Like, like, it's just turned into big corporate art. It's turned into big, big name brand stuff. A lot of out-of-towners. Dude, there's so many people. When I go to the dog park, there's so many Nova cats. I noticed, like, every skinny, dorky dude. I was eating some pho earlier at the place up the street before I came here. And uh, the guy, like, looked like he was dressed like an extra from, like, an 80s movie. And I'm just like, all these, it's like all this, like, really contrived like the the dude fashion has become very contrived as of late. Do you think that guy was on uh Ryan Reynolds? Not Ryan Reynolds. Uh what's it? Ryan Gosling from Drive? Not even. Was that his beat? It wasn't even that based. It wasn't even that cool. <laughs> was it like Back to the Future 80s? <laughs> it was like it was like it was like a fucking like a really like like a wife beater almost or like a sleeveless shirt like it's just con- stupid converse ironic. and like high water je- jeans and i'm like I don't even, yeah it's it's stupid it's like yeah it's like this weird shit. like it's like the irony of like looking like shit on purpose i guess right or being like a caricature of something it's kind of like hick living like i i know there's yeah. young guys who will do like super clean cut mustaches with like slick back hair. And like you said, they'll wear a wife beater and a gold chain. Like they're like what? some seventies. You look a Vato? What is this Yeah, dude? like what's what going on? Doing? <laughs> I'm cholo maxing right now. Exactly. So <laughs> I feel do. like there's a lot of that, just people putting on masks. And, Stolen and Austin, um, Austin is one of those places where like people get to bring their masks out. Like look at fucking, what's his name? That, that like major laser dude from it does, Kill Tony. Yeah, it does seem like it's like, uh, He's it's, the become, worst. it's become the LA of Texas, I think is what's going on. Yes. That's what I'm trying to yeah, say. I think You're that's, exactly I right. I think that's what happened. Well, because all those fucking people moved there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine what it was like a couple of years ago before that happened, before those transplants. Mm. I mean, I'm sure there's been some, there's probably been some positive effects, but you know. Yeah. Uh, more shit to do, maybe. Well, I'm sure the uh, trip's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And sure. uh, hopefully we can get some good, uh, maybe some good content out of it. Go. I'm going to go give people, I'm going to go give my fellow Discord members swirlies. And film it with a camera. It's gonna be great. You bully people, oh, bully maxing. Yeah, over this past weekend, uh, we did another crawfish boil. And at this point, we've done probably like six or seven, like of sizable amount of like you know fifteen, twenty, thirty yeah, craw- pounds crawfish genocide going on. Yeah, yeah. So we did another one, and it was so funny because. Uh, you know, it's usually like me and a couple buddies. It's like a core group of us. And then we'll, we'll always invite a couple different people, whoever's available, whoever wants to come through, try it out. Um, so this, there was this couple there, these new people. And one of the guys, uh, 
I, you know, I was just getting to know him. He looked pretty clean cut. He was a nice guy, but uh, seemed pretty conservative from what I gathered. Mm-hmm. And he was chilling there. And uh, I'm like, oh, cool. He's got a sweet tattoo on his forearm. And he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I'm like, oh, this guy's a bro. He's pretty cool or whatever. And I'm like, yo, sick tattoo on your forearm. And it was this guy in like a hood and like a long robe. And I was like, yo, is that Led Zeppelin? And he goes, he brings it closer to me. He goes, it's Jesus being baptized by like Peter or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck, I missed the mark on that. Is that Led Zeppelin? Is that Led Zeppelin? <laughs> That's pretty tight. So, so like the whole night we just get like everything is like, yo, is that Led Zeppelin? Is that fucking Led Zeppelin, man? He's like, no, it's it's literally Christ being baptized. I was like, God damn. Close. Very close. Incredibly close. near the mark. So near the mark. But just off by a little bit. Oh god. Yeah, that was that was my weekend fun. Was doing a lot of housework, laying some gravel out back, power washing. I power washed the back and the front. You know, just man things. Yeah. I mean, just masculine things. I'm be glad I don't have to work all weekend, finally. <laughs> I feel like power washing is just like male stimming. For sure. You know? Or just, mm, I don't even know if it's that. It's like it's redneck like, stimming. Well, it's like that. It's so satisfying. So satisfying. Just yeah. power washing a deck. <laughs> stripping the paint off of it. <laughs> You're like, wow, look, I really cleaned it. I cleaned it real good. I like that shit, man. Yeah, there's something about just like fiddling with tools. Like that's just like being that, an that's autistic like guy with tools. And it's like that's, there's like YouTube videos for it. It's like that section of YouTube where there's just like people just doing stuff. Like uh, one, like I found some channel where this guy just smokes cigs. But see, that's what I them. hate. That's what I hate about this like technocratic, like just hellscape we live in is like that shouldn't be monetized. You know? Yeah, but those, that's the stuff that gets monetized. That's I know, but it's part. like, okay, those videos of like for my male audience and they'll kick a giant boulder off a bridge and, <laughs> and it lands in the water. It falls, you know, at fucking that's terminal fucking cool, velocity. Though. That's for, cool, though. I know, but the fact that like people are making money off that. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I... This, people this make is, money off really dumb shit. When, like, people will make money off anything. I saw someone was making a t-shirt. Uh, someone made a t-shirt. They were advertising it on Instagram. And it said, what the fuck is up, Denny's? You know that video? <sighs> so that, Yeah, yeah. I've seen people do that where they so take like, the thing from, like, something else. Right. And, like, just there... It's, like it's like they figured out... It's like the guy who fucking made the smiley face or something. But, like, our guy originally made the smiley face, and a million people have, like, repurposed it for other things. For sure. You know, I don't I don't even... Is the smiley face public domain? I feel at this point it probably is. It's gotta is. be, right? Yeah. But Some what the things, fuck is up, Denny's? It, could you argue that's, like, uh, like just, like, the a guy, cultural... The, the band that uploaded that video could copyright strike that guy? <laughs> I was just saying, at this point, it's a cultural artifact. It did, yeah, yeah. What, but when does something reach that point? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the quite see that's the I think that's up for the court or the maritime law court to figure out. <laughs> and I'm big on I was even on like a podcast way back in the day with my old band and I'm like, yo, like please pirate our music, please pirate shit. Like on yeah. some level, like I'm I'm all about that. I'm all well, about just- No, I am too. Like I, I think the, the the way the internet is, it's like, yeah, it should be like a I mean, if you can get something without paying for it, I mean, sure. You know. And that also means Hey, if, the, ro- if, the road goes both ways. It goes both ways. Like, hey, rip our shit off, I guess. It, it, yeah. At some point, it's like it's cooler to it's cooler for some kid in Indonesia to hear my slam band, you know, because it was posted on like some weird like third party YouTube channel where they'll get killed for listening to it or something. Well, it's just one <laughs> of those. There's, there actually exists like an entire like subsection of, OK, you want to talk about YouTube holes and, you know, monetization holes. There is, uh, like a deep underground like group of uh, YouTube channels that will steal like lesser known bands' music, and huh. if they don't have like publishing companies, if someone just puts out like some independent music, th- these you know pages will upload it. They these channels monetize it. On they YouTube. yoink it, monetize it as their own, and there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Like there's a band I was in. Actually, you know what? All the intro music for. Uncle Ted's pretty much all the intro music from the beginning of the show yeah. has been a band that I was in. Right. Um, some people can probably tell it's me doing vocals and I'm playing the drums and I wrote a lot of like the riffs and like, you know, kind of directed a lot of that music. Mm-hmm. 
but that's how you know we get away with using that music is because it's like literally me and yeah, my you, ideas. You could, you could put the entire EP before the episode and nobody could sue us over it. Right, but that EP is like some Indonesian kid on YouTube is making money off oh, that music. Yeah. Like I see it has <laughs> thousands of views. Oh, thousands dude, of see, views. that's like that's where I feel like a DMCA might be warranted. Well, right, and so that's where we. we I kind feel like of, a D, that, that that that's like grounds for an actual DMCA, and not because most people who use DMCA's, it's usually done falsely. Right, that'd be like if we played a clip in an episode of like me playing a clip of Ethan Ralph. If he came and if he went to Spotify and filed like a digital millennium copyright strike action, and told Spotify that I had to, that like because they they can claim that it, it has to be transformative, so it has to have pauses and breakups in it, and you talking over it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, that person can legally be like, hey, you take this shit down or we'll sue you, like, essentially. And but usually it's abused and that's all it's used for is to like abuse shit. But it's like it's very rare you see a case where it's actually warranted because most people aren't that blatant. Well, and it happens with these like really autistic, like independent artists Mm. who like put out like a bunch of albums or they put out like this really good music. They have like no real licensing or structure to sell it. Right. And they just put it on the internet and forget about it. Like it's on SoundCloud. It's on Bandcamp. It's somewhere. And it, you know, some, somebody yoinks it, starts making money off of it underneath your nose. I mean, this shit happens all the time. And unless, like you said, unless you like hit them with something like a, you know, some sort of like stop, <laughs> you, you yeah, know, stop what you're doing. Yeah, it's li- like they literally made a law for it called the Digital Millennium, Millennium Copyright Act, and that's like the whole point of it. It's pretty crazy. It's a wild law, and yeah, it's like it routinely internet, causes much, drama. On how much can you? Right, that's tyranny through bureaucracy. Because how much can you like actually enforce something like that? Within the information, yeah, you, you still have to have age, money to take them to court. Yeah, it's, it's right. like there's a lot of that. Like class structure reinforcement, but if you do well. it enough, I mean, YouTube will take their fucking channel away. So that's one way to do it. It's like you just hit them with like three, and then it's like they're done. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. tyranny through bureaucracy. But yeah. you're not actually making like the landscape better for artists, independent artists. Like well, it. That be, so if you, and it's if a you, highly abusable system as well. You look at the point of a law. You have to ask yourself, like, is this doing what it intends to do? Yeah. And if it's being used Usually to abuse, <laughs> right, that's that's why, again, I'm just like, oh, cool, you're passing more laws and thinking you're more free. Right. Like, well, that's how it's always been. Makes no sense. It makes no sense. <sighs> well, Freedom through more legislation. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's like, that's the nature of like problem solving. Like, that's the way a government works through problem solving is like, and, and usually it's like people clamoring for, it. you know, like, like a lot of things I feel like they get made in the law is just like. Even if so, it can boil down to something as small as like somebody had a petty grievance with something. Like look at uh, look at like why the church split. Like the Church of England, like came to be because the dude wanted to get divorced, right? And that was it. Like it was literally he did a whole entire schism just to just to get a divorce. Like, actually, guys, like, my religion you. is like <laughs> my religion's super cool. It's kind of the exact same I thing. Cannot stand this bitch though. Are you anybody else with yeah. me? You can't stand your fucking wife and you want to get her. And you listen, I can't just outright kill her. That's not gonna work. But I'm really trying to but get a Hummer the behind the red out the door. Get boot her out the door. <laughs> you know? So it's like I I you just I feel like most laws come out of just like a miniature minuscule petty grievance that somebody has and then they want to like it's like foot stamping. Like, I need to make sure that we can take care of this. Cause it's inconvenienced me slightly, you know? I mean not not your like ground based laws of like don't kill people and stuff like that but like your petty legislation outside of like the normal laws that were mostly based on i'd say like kind of the moral structure of religion i think like your basic laws that exist you know does it make sense it might not i think at that point though you would just be attributing so much to incompetence over malice it's like don't get me wrong there's a fair amount of that sure you know but you also have to look at how much these laws become systematic. Yeah. You know, okay, like the tax code. Like, no, that's, yeah, well, that's those just, are laws, yeah, yeah. you know? And I see what you're saying, you know, maybe on like a local level of like, you know, your city. Okay, for instance, I got the, uh, you know, I'm a good old boy, so I'm doing yard work. I'm even though I'm in the city, like I'm gonna burn my scraps. Like I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. I'm, I don't, I don't got time to bag all this shit up and go to the dump and whatever. Suck my nuts. I'm not fucking doing that. So I'm out back, and uh, granted, it is like nine in the morning, and I'm, I, and I started a bonfire one day, 
and just burning a bunch of leaves and pine tags. Because remember when I moved in, this place was fucked. Mm -hmm. So I was slowly burning stuff off. And, uh, you know, with it being leaves and yard debris, I mean, I'm not stupid. It made a bunch of smoke. But I'm also like, hey, again, lick my red nuts. It's nine in the morning on a Saturday. I'm burning my yard debris. Get the fuck over it. Would you rather me have like a I'm homeless sorry, looking like goes in the air? I'm, I apologize for smoke moving through the air. I don't know. What Whatever. My point being is that I got some loser called the fire department on it on me um, and they showed up and where I'm at, I'm actually like right on like a district line uh-huh. and turns out I'm actually technically city when it comes to like fire department districts and stuff like that. Sure. So they were like, hey, there's a... um. <clears throat> there's an old law from like a hundred years ago, 120 years ago. And there was apparently a huge fire in Richmond way back in the day. It was like, I think like 1902 or 1920. Okay. Long time ago. One of the not civil war ones. Right. And yeah. I think, uh, you know, it was started by, you know, some debris like that. And so ever since then, it's been a law. <clears throat> I may be wrong about how it was started. Personal fires. But the, no, the, the, the fire chief told me, he said, you can't burn yard debris like leaves because a little bit of ember goes somewhere. You live in a city, it catches something on fire that the, you know, Scott's edition goes up in flames, all the gas lines, sure. you know, it's a lot different than when I grew up. You know, and where we grew up and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And like, you know, going to your grandparents' house and just like burning a barrel full of leaves just and dumb do whatever, shit. Yeah. You just do whatever the fuck you want. Throwing like can't. Can so that's an example <laughs> of, you know, something real world. It, it it might be petty now, but it also makes a lot of sense. But, you know, I think we're so far removed from a lot of like the reasonings behind why things are the way they are. And I thought it was actually really cool that like, you know, that firefighter like took the time to educate me and was like, look, man, it's a hundred year old law. It is what it is. This is why it was made this way. No one's changed it since there's nothing anyone can do about it. So you got to stop. And I was just like, dope. Thanks for being chill. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that is what it is. But I think people are just so far removed from the actual legislative process that all they see is like the bickering, you know, sound bites on CNN and Fox and stuff of like, look at Marjorie Taylor Greene, like own AOC on the Senate floor. <laughs> give a shit. Yeah, it's like nobody fucking cares about cares. that. Both of those people are dumb as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. No, I, I, I get what you're saying. I just think like so much of it is wrapped up in like just useless red tape. Like, like, the, like the Hermes from Futurama allegory. It's just so much fucking bullshit. For no, for that. literally no. Yeah, the cat's fucking goes crazy. Fucking that door up. So, I was thinking about something that happened today or yesterday. Uh, have you been watching Fish Tank? No, I haven't. Oh man, you missed some Kino, baby. Let's go into that for a second here. Uh, you missed some absolute like god tier Kino last night. Last uh, night? Yeah, literally last night. Damn, um, what happened? So was it a gold striker moment? It was like it was those a, are my favorite. It was a it was like a world shattering the world of fish tank shattering moment. Oh, um, fucking so airsoft fatty's been there, right? Still there, and things have been going nuts like since he showed up. Like, I saw he like shaved his her, head, fell down Frank, the stairs. Him and like everybody else going in there, just like unhinged the house to where people have been doing like terrible things to each other. Like uh, like mo- most Letty's mostly been getting shit on. Like repeatedly by everybody, like people. Good, yeah. I I say good as well, but um, we are not Luddy stands here, nasty witch. But um, so pagan. Her like yesterday, it was around like seven or eight. I think we were sitting there. I was playing something and we were watching it, and in my brother's Discord, and you know. Fatty's sitting there and he's like, where are my eardrops? He can't find them. He's looking for his ear meds because he had something wrong with his fucking ear. I don't know. Uh, And he was looking for his bag, too, and he couldn't find his bag anywhere. And he was getting pissed off because he knew Letty hit it. And he's like, Letty, where the fuck's my bag? And like he started like calling her a fucking cunt and blah, blah, blah and whatever else. And then she's like, now you know how I feel. She's like, and you, she's like, it was that clip I played at the beginning of fucking lifting this mm. morning. It was in the intro. And she was like, she's like, now you know how it feels to get, uh, you know, to be fucked with. And he's like, she's like, nice job playing with my pads. She like came out and dumped something on him. 
It was something he had hidden to like dump on her. And she came out and like dumped it on him because she found it. Okay. And so then he starts like fucking screaming at her because he doesn't have any clean clothes now. And he's like, you fucking gore, you fucking cunt bitch, you fucking... And like spits on her like four or five times. Fatty? Yeah. Spits on Letty. Like spits in her face. Like, Amazing. He was like... Whoop, whoop, like, like hocked a loogie in her fucking Amazing. face. Amazing. Like four or five times. And, um, and so... At right almost immediately after that, like someone comes to the basement like, hey, stop spitting at Letty. Like... Uh, we need to come. Something's happening in 15 minutes. You guys need to come downstairs in 15 minutes. So we're sitting there and they go downstairs. And uh, then Sam comes in and tells everybody. He's like, hey, so like this is, you know, we had a guy come through earlier today. He appraised the house. We did 60K worth of damage to the house somehow. And he was talking about how much money the show's making and like how it's not making enough money. And he's like, you know, he's like $76,000 a day sounds like a lot, but it's not. And uh, which I think that's bullshit, but like he's bullshitting, you know. And so he tells him it's not making him money, and they're gonna end the show. And so he goes, "All right." He's like, "Yeah, show's over, you know." But thanks for everything, guys. We're gonna go downstairs and deliberate like who the winner is. We have to cut it short, though. Jet tweeted out that it was over. Sam like said it was over. You know, even Frank was like, "This is the greatest thing I was ever part of." Like everybody was talking about it, and like he comes upstairs. They announced that Letty won. Letty wins the thirty-five k. Uh, they take Fatty's ID to go get like his GoFundMe that had been going for him. And um, then they're standing there for a second. The feed's just cut. What? Yeah. The feed cuts, right? So we're sitting there and everyone's like, are we? What? Like there was no like finale. And even Sam was like, yeah, this is pretty anti-fucking-climactic, huh? And he's like, all right, well, you know. And so he cuts the feeds and it's like off for a while. And you're sitting there and like none of us believed it. So we stayed on there. You know, we sat there because everybody stayed in the chat. Yeah. And so we waited. And then like 30 fucking minutes later, <laughs> it cuts back on and they come up and they're in the living room. And he's like, all right. He's like, yeah. So Dr. Disrespect came in at the last minute and saved the show. And he's like, he gave us the money. He's like, he's now a majority shareholder of the show. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Like no more inwards, no more that kind of stuff. Like, you know, this is going to be on Twitch and YouTube now. And uh, What? Well, here. Yeah, so that happens, and everything kind of goes. So everything Sam says on this is like some all, kind of it's mind a lie. game, and yeah. it's a lie. It's, it's all, all lie. some kind. Every of Every single game. piece of what he said was a lie because he claims that Doctor Disrespect was in the house earlier that day. But I saw a picture of the guy in the clip of the guy. That's not Doctor Disrespect. Him. <laughs> They're just lying about it. Because I'm pretty sure isn't Doctor D like huge? He's enormous. Too? He's enormous. Yeah. No, they're making so much money. If you look at the donations of what people made, I know they didn't make no. I didn't know they didn't do no 60k damage to that fucking house. He was like, "Yeah, those cabinets are like special, and they don't make them anymore." It's like that's Shut not up. true. You fucking annihilated Shut it with up. one punch. Those are cheap fucking piece of shit like pine cabinets. Dude. Yeah, there's no way. So <laughs> that's like a fucking. That's like one of those flip houses where they just modernized everything and it's yes, garbage. Like it's, it's not exactly even right. It's yeah. trash. Like it's, it's trash. you can tell looking at it, it looks cheap. Like, yes. <laughs> and uh, so you know, they just added like five more layers of gaslighting on everything basically now. But we're in the final like I think maybe a week, week or two. Week or two now. So that who's was like left? that was like the biggest prank of the fucking show though. Yeah, who's like, left? Um Vance, Josie, Letty. Damn, Sylvia's gone. Sylvia's gone, yeah. She was on MDE too. They I saw them fil- filming with her. No shit. So she was part of MDE too, I That's believe. Funny. Yeah. I think she was the plant. You think she was the plant? Mm-hmm. I Just because she's the only one that's like been given a full part on MDE too, like or not a full part, but she was there, and she's the only one of the sharks, I think, or fish that went on MDE two so far. I think. I don't know, Daniel. Daniel's freak out would look is well, really, going to be really bad if it. Daniel might have been on that too. I can't remember. But. If Daniel wasn't the plant, his freakouts look terrible. True, but. He's a Chinese wigger. What can you do? <laughs> like, Facts. Or is it Chigger? I guess it's Chigger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm staying out of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm staying out of that one. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, so they've ratcheted the gaslighting up for everybody involved now. Like, somebody donated to Doc today and was like, thanks for saving the fish. And he goes, yeah, everybody keeps saying that fish thing. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. So I think he has no idea. And he has just no idea. That. Yeah, like, and like Jet did this whole thing about, uh, like, uh, he was like, yeah, I grew up watching Dr. Disrespect's uh, content. He's like, he's big fans of you guys. He loves you guys. Like, he's like, 
So, you know, like shit. He was actually pretty mad when he walked through the house today and you guys didn't even notice him at all. Like, <laughs> bruh, <laughs> so that's all like, crazy. So like the 20 minutes after they're all sitting there, like shouting out fucking Dr. Disrespect and shit. Like, great. Like, I'm going to watch all the streams when I get home. That's amazing. <laughs> like, I mean, it's good. Like, he's. They're just fucking with him. Like, I mean, Sam is Sam's the master prankster. I'll give it to him, man. Wow. That's like, that was pretty good. That's that's layers on layers. There was right so there. much going on. Because he had, I think everyone got so mad because he picked Letty. Like, everyone got so yeah, fucking Yeah, everyone's mad. like, what the fuck? And then, like, it ended right after that. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, char- charge back. Scam. He scammed us. Like, Scam. <laughs> and then, because even he said, he was like, you know, you know, the TTS isn't flowing anymore. And it's like, TTS happens like every five minutes. <laughs> like, there's no way it's not flowing. You know, he's like making that shit up. Right. And like, but they're, they're all, they've all been locked in there. So anything he tells them, like, he's their world. If you think of about course, it. Of course. So anything he, te- but except for the like, the imposters, you know, but, uh, or the freeloaders rather. So I don't know, man. It was just, it was incredible. Great. One of the greatest pranks I think I've seen pulled off in a while. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to check back in just to see how it all concludes. Because it seemed like it kind of fell off for a little bit. It, like, it, it did. It fell off to me. Or you just felt like you didn't need to be as glued to it. <clears throat> Again, I think it's with like the predictability of like, you know what Frank Hassel is going to do. You know what Airsoft Fatty is going to do. It's a yeah, it, it became predictable. You didn't need to stay glued to it. Whereas like, you know, when I was watching these normal people turn psychotic. Yeah. You know, and was, my other thing is, I, I don't know if Fatty's doing like a bit or not. That's my other thing, because if he is, I'm like, why are they have a go for like so he's always like doing this woe is me shit all the time, you know? Right. Like, that's his whole shtick. Like, I, I initially felt really bad for him. Especially because, like, he was talking about, like, I don't, you know, he hit up iDubs to try and get some help, and iDubs just fucking ignored him and whatever. And I was like, damn, like, this guy's down on his luck. They took his cats, you know? Yeah. You, I felt bad for him, but then, like, I've watched his behavior since he's been in the house for a while. Yeah. He's fucking not a, he's not a great guy. A, he's kind of psychotic. He's kind of a shitty, weird guy. <laughs> he's weird. Well, when you look at anyone with, like, a hardcore victim mentality it's, like that, ooh, ooh. what what ends up happening is they become like master manipulators and master gaslighters. You know, anyone who is like, because he definitely does that. Well, because think about it, you have to gaslight everyone at all times into making you the victim and like the low man in every situation. Like the heel and the pathetic person. No matter what you have to like be, be like putting on that show. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think any, anyone with the victim mentality like that, uh, it, it always comes across super disingenuous, which is another reason why, like, anytime someone starts, like, spouting off, like, some dumb political shit, I'm just like, yo, like, stop. Stop. Nice. Cool. Stop. That's neat. Excellent opinion, but your IP address is 162.80.496.720, so see in a little bit. <laughs> and maybe I am just, like, being that stupid, cringe, like, nihilist. It None of it matters. Like, I get it. It's just, car- I see so much. I'm just like, yo, oh, fuck yeah, it. I sure. just don't, just like, people need to stop taking shit so seri- so seriously, well, you know? You, oh, you, are you saying why so serious? <laughs> I hate that I just said that. <laughs> I hate that this is my arc. Am I becoming the Joker? The Joker. Like, I'm, this I'm episode, the, I'm becoming I'm the, the Joker. I'm the Heath Ledger Joker now. <laughs> Dude, well, I feel like my vibration's been lowered a lot lately. I've just been feeling more bass. I've been feeling more uh, just like, fuck everybody. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I because that that whole that that love and light, like optimism, because it is like, well, that doesn't optimism. stay there forever. Yeah. Yeah, that, that goes away. It's like some forced optimism shit where, like, every now and again, you get hit with some stuff in life, <laughs> shit piles up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm I'm not like upset at all about, you know, getting married, but it's definitely stressful. It's, it's something sure. on the table. There's a lot you have to think about. You know, do. there's things at work that have been upsetting me and just lots of stuff that's just like, yo, <sighs> you know, I feel like I need to make some big life changes and. 
it, it, it's funny because it, it's really easy to like love and light your way through shit when you're like in a good routine. You know, I was, there was a time there, you know, I was waking up every day, going to the gym. I was eating good. I found like this nice little stable life. Sure. Everything was nice. And then like, you know, I got engaged. I'm starting to make all these moves and I have all these ideas and projects and things I want to do. And I felt like I was just shaking the snow globe up. A little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and then all winter I stopped going to the gym. I actually have been going back this week. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, trying to get back into things, but you know, it's uh, it's hard. Things come and go, and like that's normal, I think. So like, I try not to like bog myself down about it. Yeah, because because I can't I let yourself get too in your head about it. Honestly, well, I I refuse to see myself like as a failure just because like. Yeah, I went to the gym hard for like six, eight months, and then like I kind of fell off a little bit. But it's like that was my first time like really fucking trying. Well, committing, it. yeah. And you know? I was the same way when I first started. Uh, like, or, so it's like, or, hey, but you're not. It's not your first time starting. Don't 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 take it that way. But right, I, I was the same way when I got like serious about the gym. Like, I got like you know there was like three or four months where I was like really about it, and then like I think I stopped going for like two months straight. Yeah, and then like hit it again, and it's just like it's about hitting strides. Like it's it's and and, and you can't and see yourself think, as a failure. Of course, it's just it's through going not through a period. A failure. It's just like you can go back. Plus, nine times out of ten, especially at our age, most of the muscle we build stays on us. From what I've learned, like I've barely been going lately, and I'm still pretty much the same. Yeah, I bulked from when up I was like at winter, my peak. You know, uh, I bulked up uh, on my belly this winter. I did start going I was again, good because I was like, I was hanging around two hundred nine, and I got up to like two twenty two for a little bit. I was like, oh, I got to do something about this. Yeah, right. I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I don't even know how. It's like I wasn't even like my diet wasn't even that off. I Yo, just, well, here's what fucks me weird. up. I don't know if uh, you've had a similar experience, but so my goal, and I think I remember like texting the group and everybody. Uh, my goal was to get sub 200 and you did um, that i did i hit did it that when i was going to when i was going to the gym you know that that last bout uh i was going solid that's when i was training for the canyon and everything of course um and i continued to go after that until it really got cold honestly mm-hmm. i stopped going just because it got cold um but my goal i set a concrete goal and i think like psychologically because i hit it I was like, oh, okay, good, we're done. You know, it's like it felt like I had like got to the top of the mountain and then I allowed myself all winter. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like all winter, I was like, I hit my goal. I yeah, did yeah, good. Yeah, sure. You know? well, I mean, but dude, I don't know. Sitting on your laurels sometimes can be beneficial, I think. I feel like even like now, the way I'm doing exercise right now, it's helping me more not going as much. <laughs> Like For physically, sure. like my body, like can recover between workouts. And I know you've been doing more hit stuff too, right? Yeah, because when I've been doing five days a week, I would just always like something would always fuck up. Yeah, like my shoulder or something. Like something would get messed up. Yeah, and it's just like your ligaments and shit. Like maybe if I was in my twenties, still it'd be like okay, no problem. But now it's like thirty. You know, these thirty, almost thirty-four year old ligaments. Yeah, they don't want to keep up like they used to. You know, <laughs> like oh well, dude. Well, I've been. I've been having to ease back into the whole, you know, knees and legs situation. Uh, basically, just been doing body weight squats. Yeah, uh, with this, with I this mean, knee. that's just as good as anything else. Yeah, but still, even that, like, that I can only get like build up that muscle, though. You know, a couple sets in before I'm like, all right, that's enough. Knee hurts. <laughs> knees, knees, killing knee me. Hurts. Yeah, <laughs> understandable. So I'm, I'm treating my leg days more or less like physical therapy. I think that's another reason I felt like really pushed to get back in there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Everything comes and goes, and uh, I feel like I'm just in my nihilist arc right now. I'm I'm feeling very low vibration, but I'm trying to get out of it. I'm getting back You're in like the those, gym. like those weird German dudes from uh, Big Lebowski? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. You got a ferret? <laughs> got a ferret and a cutlass for some reason? A bunch of leather? Yeah, I just don't... Uh, I don't know, man. Well, you, you, uh, throw we Louis, you throw Louis in the bathtub with your enemies? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so, so you, did you see this? You see this? Uh, did you see this property damage that happened outside the White House? That's what I'm classifying it as now. So you're talking about the 
<laughs> the white supremacist, the Muslim white supremacist. I am I am true Aryan warrior. <laughs> I'm going to run into the White House and kidnap Joe Biden. Dude, what the fuck is that? It's just op What the central. fuck is that? It's op central. Wasn't there another like Patriot Front U-Haul that they found somewhere? The Patriot or? Front dope showed up like a week before that. Yeah, so they it's obviously like they're astroturfing something. They're well, and here's the the biggest thing with Patriot Front is that every time they do the photo op arrests for them, they always happen to arrest them right in front of the media. They can keep their masks. Uh, they on. put they, they keep the masks on always. Whatever, for some but whatever cops will arrest anyone else, they make sure they yunk a mafia. But the Patriot Front guys get treated well. They're like royalty, <laughs> you know. As far as a, uh, I guess. Bad organize bad bad no no organizations go. They're like royalty. They get treated very well. Uh, you know anybody well, I mean, else? When you when you do literally the bidding of whatever you know three letter agency tells you the flavor of the week is like oh hey we need you guys to go you know boycott you know next next they're gonna show up at like some drag queen story hour you know no, they got those other guys for that you know there's there's all these crazy some of these groups man are like the biggest fucking jokers I've ever seen. And like with these pages, I'm the biggest joker you've ever seen. You're correct, actually. That's very true. I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> Reprising his role as the Australian Joker. <laughs> um, the Bogan Joker. But um yeah, these Patriot Front Dorks, they showed up, they marched around. Did you see when they left and they went down to the metro station? The cops blocked off the steps of the metro station and didn't let anybody follow them? No, um, I haven't seen anything about it, actually. Okay, well, this was like the march they did the other day. When I, like I said, they 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 arrested a few of them, um, and like handcuffed them, and then like left their masks on for the photo ops. <coughs> I'm still on my like, of course, not turn on the TV. Sure. Don't look at my phone, bullshit. And so they did their whole thing, you know. And we all know they use U-Hauls classically. That's their thing. Yes. And uh, so suddenly. Yesterday morning or this morning or maybe it was yesterday. Um, yeah, it was yesterday. A gentleman at like really early in the morning because it was still dark in the footage, um, probably like 5 a.m. or something, tried to ram a U-Haul through La the like barricades at Lafayette Park. It was just like the posts they keep so people can't drive onto the park path. <coughs> sure. Um, and so the guy got caught. They pulled him out the vehicle, and the only fucking thing that was in that car besides his body was a very nice, brand new, crispy Nazi flag. Still had the fold lines in dude, it. Dude, I mean, come on, dude. Like, they always do. It they always, always still have the fold lines. Do you lines. think, hey, FBI, hey, FBI, hi, do you think you could just iron the flag before you do this fucking gay op shit? Like, can you just iron the flag once? So no, it's like, you know why? They're so cheap. They, they're it's so, so cheap because they're polyester. so brazen. No, it's so cheap. It's polyester. The irons would melt it. Oh yeah, you can't even iron the polyester ones, can you? No, because they're not shelling out for a nice quality they're canvas. Like, I'm not getting a steamer. I'm not going to get a steamer and steam the wrinkles out of it. I need nice woven canvas. Yeah, you need you need the you need your grandpa's Nazi flag. That's what <laughs> I'm the saying. One, the one that he got when he killed him over there. You know. Yeah, the but, one that you're not supposed to have in your attic. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> one that you were supposed to donate to that museum. You yeah, know, yeah. your your mom was supposed to give <laughs> to the Smithsonian. Away, yeah. And um, which, by the way, can we just take like a a, a second to just say fuck the Smithsonian? I, just fuck the uh, Smithsonian. That, that's on that's on site every time, dude. That's on I'm site. Swinging. It's on site. They're an op. Smithsonian's an op. <laughs> I see somebody from Smithsonian <clears throat> taking them out with a punch. Not gonna no no murder or anything like that. You know, just, we're gonna have some words like like that like Buzz Aldrin did to that one guy. <laughs> yes, you know it's gonna be just like that. When when he told him he didn't go to the moon, he's like, ah! <laughs> he just throw a fucking swift uppercut at him. Dude, I wonder how much like insane like CTE style brain damage astronauts get. From like they get being, a lot of it. Yeah. They get a lot of it. <laughs> not they only, get a lot of it. Dude. Not only being in that rocket and just like slung the fuck around, but like also going through the Van Allen, that radiation yeah, having belt. your brain fucking turned to jelly. If they even go through it. Yeah. But if they do, apparently that just fries a motherfucker. Yeah, well, is that one guy you were talking about that was like functionally yeah, yeah. retarded oh, when he came back? Like functionally retarded when he came back. Like, holy shit, man. I think his name was like astronaut, like William Gordon. That was it. <laughs> uh, on a previous episode, I called this him our, William this, Cooper. His name is William Gordon. This is, Andrew, this is our astronaut, Thumb Buttocks. 
He has had he has complete seventy IQ now after returning from space. Dude, but it was very sick. unfortunate. That was on uh, that was on that unacknowledged documentary. Uh, they interviewed the William Gordon guy a lot. <clears throat> well, he had a couple clips in there, but unacknowledged was very sick. That was that Stephen Greer guy. You know the like super jacked. Alien See, I'm pretty sure Stephen Greer does fucking meth. He has to to be that vascular. Well, and and those SETI guys are part of like the same disinfo op that like they claim like people like uh, Phil Schneider and like uh, remember I always kind of gave Phil Schneider's story credit, but if you look up, if you Who look at remember the guy with the hand that was missing and you say he got fried by the aliens under Arizona or something like what? that. No, I don't know about that. guy. Do you not know about Phil Schneider? No. Oh my god, he's like one of the legendary alien guys who spoke at all these conferences. Like he'd speak at all the. You know the the cons where there's the freak the weirdos. You and know, in actuality, he just got his hand bit off by an alligator. Well, or he's something. like he has like records of treatment as a schizophrenic at fucking mental hospitals. Oh, bet. and they had him at these conferences. He's like, I was deep under the desert in Arizona. There's tunnels, dumbs. He's the guy who like brought dumbs into the mainstream. Sick. Okay. He's the guy who brought the dumbs. He talked about we were working on a contract. And he's like we were blowing. He's like we accidentally broke into an area. Of like one of these dumbs or something, or like he was building them and they like actually went into this area. God, I, I wish I had the thing hooked up because we should look up Phil Schneider and find his shit to watch it because it's insane. But he uh he's like missing a hand and he claims he got shot with some laser gun. No shit. And it like fucking split him open and took part of his hand off. Like he it, like he claims it hit him like this when he and he like you know it melted his fingers off and shit. Damn. But I think he just got hurt at some point. Uh, and Probably got drunk at work. Or something, yeah. yeah. But he has, like, multiple incidences of being committed for schizophrenia. And, like, that's what a lot of people talk about. That like, he was a disinfo guy that was spun up and sent into that community to just make up these stories that sound... He tells them so convincingly because he believes them. Yeah. That's right, that's that's right. the number one thing is that when they get these people who like tell these stories who come up with these things who like have helped create the whole genealogy of like the nonsensical alien races and stuff you know when it starts getting like how they applied like almost like a, a racial element to aliens yeah and like how there's like racial wars like the mantids are fighting the draconians and like all that shit like that's a lot of that shit is like fucking bullshit but it's also like psychological like they know how to craft narratives to get people they to spent be years it's studying white hat, yeah. black hat. Yeah, it's like your classic. Yeah. No, it's, it's like I was talking about that, that. And a lot of times they just mirror a lot of like religious stories too. Yeah. You know, and that community had a crazy overlap with like McVeigh and his cronies. Really? Yeah. There, there was a huge McVeigh. McVeigh is connected to that one guy, the guy who claims he removes carbon nanotubes from people all the time so i was about to say that isn't there there's a netflix documentary or it was on netflix for a while but it's like patient 17 or patient yeah and it's, the guy's name is like steve something but he claims he takes out like microchips yeah that like people like so the movie that i saw i i wish i could remember the name of it it's like patient well, i've seen 47. it i've seen it i know what you're talking about because i've seen it yeah patient and it's, they remove the little things from people that they claim are like cart these little black things but yeah the guy he's like yo i have like this pain in my knee and it's legit and he goes in he's like he just wakes up one day with pain guy goes in they do a scan this like, little you got a like, fucking thing in there yeah and it, it, it's like emitting frequency it's like emitting it's like a signal that's why they think it's like a chip kind of thing and apparently it's made from uh like elements that like aren't naturally made on earth yeah so either this guy works well, at, it's, like, it's a, a highly secret... it's like highly condensed carbon that we don't know how to do that yet yeah apparently or something like that either they like he, this guy works in a lab and he's fucking with everybody, you know? No, like he, I think it, that dude was tied to Oklahoma City in one way or another, I believe. That dude specifically. Really? Yeah, he was like, it, he was, we might be talking about different people. It, but they did the it's same a thing. Story, but they did the same right. thing. They're I know. Probably that much. talking about different people. But I forget his fucking name, but it's, uh, it's. I'm going to post that movie in the Discord. Oh, which... yeah, go for it. Yeah, if, we, if, we have a Discord. If you've made it this far in the episode, if you're really <laughs> you didn't cool, tune the fuck out on our nonsense we've been talking. You're about. really fucking cool and are still listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look it up and post it in the Discord because it's it, it uh. it's really compelling. But it is one of those things where it's like every single person in this documentary could be like just lying. You know what I mean? Like every right. single thing about it could just be a fake. What's it like? Patient seventeen. 
Meet a surgeon who claims to remove highly advanced implants, microchips embedded by aliens, non-humans monitoring our Earth. Discover the world of abductions, scalar wave transmissions, and a program to study or manipulate the human race. Yeah, it's right here on IMDb. Came out in 2017. I remember watching this on uh, Netflix, actually with our boy uh, Chad Farthouse. Nice. And just, again, just like ripping dabs and being like, this is real. <laughs> like, this, there's no way this is fake. There's no way this is not real. This is bullshit, but I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to find that guy's name because the guy we're talking about is Stephen Lear, I believe. Stephen Lear. The guy we're talking about is Stephen Lear, I think. And there's another guy, though, who did that, like, who did that shtick before him. There's, oh, whoa. There's a guy in this one named Roger Lear. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. It's I Lear. Know. All it, I know is his last name's Lear. It, it might be the same person. It's probably it's like, Stephen Roger Lear. That's if it's his brother what, or like his son or something, that could be. But like the other guy, the other guy has shit. a different name, and um, he was like a Nazi dude as well. Like he was tied in with like white supremacists, and like there, there was so many weird people around the Oklahoma City bombing. It's crazy. <laughs> It's we need to do a crazy. deep dive into that. Yeah, I'm almost once, done with that book. I'm almost once, done with that fucking book. Yeah, I think once we're done with Program to Kill, yeah, definitely we can go into, into aberration. Some, yeah. OKC. Mm-hmm. Which, thank you, by the way, you're basically my Kindle. You're yeah. my audiobook. You don't have to read. You're my. Uh, I can poorly. I can poorly recite things that I sort of remember back to you. Uh, hey, who, <laughs> need, who needs to pay for Audible when you can have your autistic best friend just read shit to you? <laughs> well, dude, and then there was like, you know... Like, <laughs> no, actually, you don't realize. So there was a satanic group and they were totally touching kids and they, and they were drawing shit on the ground and the kids, so the kids wouldn't believe it. Their parents wouldn't believe them when the kids tell them. It's insane. They were like, oh my gosh, these guys in robes. It's a perfect cover. It's true, though. All of that's true. All of it's true. It's just like Patient 17. But going back to uh, the... The U-Haul incident. Uh, the guy wrecks the U-Haul. They pull the man out. This man has a Nazi flag in his possession. This man is a very brown man, uh, 19-year-old from Chesterfield, Missouri, named like Sri Viersoth something or other, uh, which is crazy. And um, But here's the, here's the most mind-boggling part of the whole thing. He claimed he wanted to capture Joe Biden and become like the ruler of America. Um. And there was another little tidbit on there that something else crazy he said. Point being, though, is he was charged with like terroristic threats and some other shit. And they, in the past 24 hours, have reduced his charges to just 1K in property damage, like over 1K in property damage. So it's like. So, I- mind you, the people who trespassed on January 6th are still in jail. But this guy openly was trying to like commit a violent act against the president. Despite how inept it was. Well, let's not even play that like... No, I, I will play that because it's kind of ridiculous that they're dropping this guy's charges. It's kind of absurd. Like, he, he well, should be what like... I'm saying is... Buried under a jail for this. <laughs> by, well, like, legal standards. Not if it's a fucking false flag, bro. Like, it's probably their guy. I, that's what I'm saying. That's the it's point I was making. That was the yeah. point I was making. Is that it's well, look at what incredibly they did insane. Manson. It's Epstein. incredibly insane. They let these people off. Just I think given the fact that he's let off, it's like, I'm not mad that they let him off. It's like, if anything, they're just telling on themselves. If anything, it's just like, why would we be mad that the, they, their false flag didn't work? That they didn't go. No, through no, it or... did exactly what it was supposed to do, and it created an optics situation. True, you're right. That's because it did exactly what it was supposed to do. All the lefties are going to be like, "See, look, this guy had a Nazi well, flag." Like white was... supremacy isn't just white people; it's a power structure. Now white supremacy is intersectional. Yeah, no. Think, <laughs> hey, look, is it really racist if it's really branching out now? If white supremacy is branching out, dude, yeah. it's not racist anymore. It's just dangerous now. It's very know? cool. Uh, but so. But on top of that, you got the spooky thing with like the 10,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate just going missing. What? Off the train. Uh, there was a train shipment that was like taken to Utah or something. And what just, does ammonium nitrate do? That's um, the stuff they used at OKC allegedly to blow up the buildings. Oh. Uh, that was like the main components of the truck bomb was like ANFO or ammonium nitrate and like a couple and some other chemical bases that i'm not i i couldn't tell you exactly what the exact makeup was but it was like 55 gallon drums filled with highly explosive chemicals yeah uh like think uh that that explosion like like the explosion you saw in like beirut 
Yes. That's that was like an ammonium nitrate explosion, right. I believe. Like fertilizer. So it's so something like that. Like that it's it's still highly explosive. It can fuck shit up. But For sure. And you need a fuckload of it in one place. Like a fuckload of it. Um and a lot of people allege that like the amount that was involved in okay, so he probably wasn't enough to actually blow the building up. But is that the so official narrative is ammonium nitrate? The official narrative is that yes, McVeigh acted alone and used an ammonium nitrate fertilizer bomb arranged in a V pattern pointing towards the building. Like the barrels were arranged in a V pattern inside the truck. Yeah. With the arrow towards the building to blow it up, I believe. Um, But he claims that it was, he thinks someone's, he said at one point in all the interviews that like, he thinks someone like switched the truck out on him or something. Cause he was like, it was not supposed to be like that big of an explosion. Yeah, damn. Yeah, it was such a big explosion. Well, like- I've also heard some stuff. I'm not super well versed mm-hmm. in this topic, but if you even look at the way an explosion from like a ground vantage point would happen, you have to think an explosion moves out in like a sphere. Yeah. Right? So you would have like a spherical shape blast kind of blown from like the front door. From the bottom of the building. Instead, yeah, from, what the you point, see, from the point of where the truck was. Instead, what you see is from the roof to the ground, just a giant semicircle <laughs> yeah. cut out. And so a lot of people, it's the same thing when they say... Structural. Jet, it was something structural. Right. It was something in there, kind of like 9-11, to, to assist. Yeah, and not to get too far into the OKC stuff, but like there was sightings of McVeigh or people who looked like McVeigh inside the building days before it happened. Uh, even one sighting of him and who was ever was allegedly John Doe too. I've also heard we're some... in the parking garage walking around in like lab co- like construction outfits and like claim they Weird. were like putting up. People thought they were putting like plastic explosives in the building because they found explosives in the building during the wreckage. There's news footage where they're like, "There's another device," but they don't talk about that ever. Hmm. That's not in the official narrative. The official narrative is that just the truck did it, but there was secondary and I think also third devices inside the building wild that they found in the rubble I've also and there's some... news footage of it you know like there's news footage of it it's just like the thing with the, the guy running in the woods that we talk about yeah it's the same idea there's like there's news footage of that that happened that yeah. day but they just you know they can write it the way however they want you know they can write history however the fuck they want i don't know it's it's crazy hits blunt God damn, you ripping a blinker on no, this shit? No, this fucking thing is like, it's still got goo in it, but like, I think it's just the crystals, and like most of the oil has gone out, <laughs> so the, there's just like a bunch of the shit at the bottom that's not really hitting very well. Yeah, I'm telling you, you're on your fucking <laughs> weed crack shit. I, I'm smoking weed crack, it's fine. <laughs> I, you need to show me your looking glass. Show me your Aryan Stone. Aryan Stone looking glass. <laughs> I wonder what's up with that guy. How's he doing? We need to check I in with him. You know, I should have followed. I, I didn't. I think I no. I did follow him. I just don't think he posts very often. I, I, mean, I imagine it requires a bit of time before the next yeah batch comes out. You know, and he He's also has work. to. Uh, yeah, it's like real like alchemical. <laughs> He's bending. He's crack bending. He's doing Atlantean, Atlantean time math. You know, he's bu- he's a busy guy. Oh, I can't wait. Now that we. Uh, now that we have the Discord, I can't wait to just blow everyone up with like weird sacred number shit, sacred geometry. Like, check this out. Watch Randall Carlson talk about the number twelve for three hours. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't pick a more boring number. Oh my gosh, yo, fuck baseline ten number systems. What do you mean by that? We are twelve stands in You're this. Twelve house. stands. Oh, yo, fuck baseline ten number system. The only reason we have baseline ten number system is because a the Arabics invented it, and b it's because we don't, have ten don't like fingers. That. Don't like it when the terrorists make my math. It's easy because you got ten fingers. It's dumb math. I'm not gonna say that's what I want to say. That's the best way I do. That's how I do things. What do you mean? Twelve is just elegant, bro. One, Look, two, I haven't three. been. I haven't been on my shaman shit in a while, but people really need to understand the idea of 12-ness better than, like, base 10. You, right I bet now, you'd have sex with the number 12 you could. Right now, we go up to 10, and we start a new... Uh, well, I guess, like, th- that's when you add a digit. You go from 9 to 10. Now, when you're at 10, the idea of 10, it's a new set. And then you have multiples of 10s, 100, 1,000. See, that's why the 
uh, metric model <laughs> is used in all the fucking retarded places in the world because it's easy. Oh, your leaders and your milliliters. You're gonna your, you're gonna make our Canadian and Australian fans very angry. It's because it's easy. Because look, it's easy to understand. I have ten fingers. I have ten toes. There's ten, a thousand. You know, there's what a thousand milliliters in a liter or something like that. I don't fucking know. I don't know either. I, and I don't care because I don't know any of it. I don't even know the English, I don't even know the normal losers. people. I don't even know the normal people. For okay, seventeen seventy six. True. All day. True. But listen to what I'm saying is that the idea of 12 is that, see, now you got me going on some shit. Is that 12. Come on, math man. Let's go. I'm not even a math man. Come it's on, just, math man. Tell me your math. Tell me your numbers. Dude, don't even hit me with that. <laughs> the, the face of a clock, when you look at it, okay, you can divide it into so many things you have you can divide it in half you can divide it in quarters eighths you have thirds right you have none of that with 10 you have you can divide it into one and five and two it's about it one and two most things you can divide one and two and five and five is unwieldy but again it makes sense because for us and like look if we're doing like desert trade deals if we're like dumb fucking like (laughs) If we're on Camelback and I need some spices from you and shit, and it's like, I'm asking, how much is that? I got to go buy some fresh blood from the Canaanites. <coughs> it's five. It's one hand's Ugh. worth. You know, it's just dumb sure. shit. Oh, how much is that? It's 10. You put all your fingers up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's Big dumb money. shit. But true people, not true, true people. people. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wow! No. You get a little elite here. Get a I little, said, get a little racist and I meant elite true here. True math people. True, true the true people, people, the real people <laughs> of the world know how to count. <laughs> true math people know that ten. It's just like as like a base number. It's so much more like elegant. And we see, and this is this is the crazy part. And I'm definitely got to post this Randall Carlson lecture now in the Discord. Is that? He basically spurgs on like, okay, there's universal scale. There's scale in the universe, right? So you have things at a micro level. You have things at a macro level. I'm sorry. Is someone on the internet more important than me? No, I'm listening. I was getting, I was trying to pull something up that we're going to talk about next. Oh, (laughs) just kidding. Dude, (laughs) keep going. You've derailed things. Go. I just, uh... come on. Tell me about math. You don't have your shit on vibrate. You got me. You got me over here being like, "Oh, he wants to talk to his 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 online girlfriends. Friends. He wants I to ha- talk to his internet friends more whole, than." I have a whole harem of internet friends. Trying to talk about twelve. Okay, so talk Randall 12, Carlson, dude. he talks about scale. You have micro and macro, mm-hmm. and so you have like, okay, twelve would be the small scale, but then you have universal scale. What's twelve squared? You have uh, fourteen. Uh, 144 and then you have factors of that you have 14 144 god damn it what are you (laughs) what are you even saying the numbers dude 144,000 is is that's a big number right that's a factor of (laughs) I I smoked a bowl not too long ago this is fucking me up big number (laughs) it is isn't it <laughs> god damn it okay <laughs> this is why <laughs> this is why i just need to post a video and stop talking about it i'm gonna put it on the patreon and shit too uh, actually you know what it's so, already on the patreon tell me about your big numbers it was like the first thing i ever posted on the patreon all right i've been on my i've been on these numbers all right that is a big number okay i like big numbers post, i like small numbers but the idea of 12 ah it's just so elegant. That's all I'm saying. Would you have sex with 12? Uh, no, that's the second time you've asked me. I'm going to brush that off because I would, I'm not a furry. And I don't like is to that, have sex with like f- non-animate objects. Like, that's a concept. Like an idea? You would have sex with an idea? Like, people who who jerk off to, like, Lois Griffin porn. Like, she's a concept. Like she's Whoa. Not a, what, if you, what if Lois Griffin had, like, real big, fat cellulite ass? Would you jerk off that? Well, every dude likes that. I was just asking. Everybody likes big butts. All right, I was just making sure. That's just that was a that was a straight check, dude. It was a straight check. <laughs> and actually, last I checked, Lois Griffin has a big butt. What if it could be bigger? What if it was bigger? 
She has the concept of a big butt. What if uh, what if somebody did an animated drawing of her twerking? I'm over here beating my meat. <laughs> I'm stroking my dick right now. <laughs> stroking my dick right now. I got lotion, got lotion on, my on my dick. dick. <laughs> I got lotion on my dick. Oh man. You know what? I these I'm <sighs> I love your numbers, man. I think they're great. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I, mean, I feel like I needed to hear fantastic. that. I, I think I think that's the one thing I can't spurg about, but you do a great job spurging about it. That's a compliment. No, it's a compliment. I feel like I just spent ten minutes talking about nothing. And nah. everyone's gonna like ten more nah. than twelve. Everyone's still gonna like ten more. <laughs> Sound off in the Q and A. Ten or twelve, baby. Which one is it? <laughs> I'm t- I'm team ten, probably. You think you're team ten? Well, actually, no, because that's like Jake Paul's weird group of pedos that he used to roll with. But is that like a thing? Team ten. Yeah, that was, that like, was his... like Jake Paul when he first. That doesn't. You know, it doesn't even matter. But when he first showed up, he had like a little group of retards called Team Ten, and they would like. Just do vandalism in this really nice Beverly Hills neighborhood. They live See, in. everything's a psyop. <laughs> yeah. Baseline twelve. Baseline twelve. Fuck ten. <laughs>